Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faye. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. <clears throat> la 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 la. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time. Just so you know, you may find the conversations in this podcast a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something boring. Hello and welcome to another episode of Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and to find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to snack on your guinea pig's pet food? Or, why can't you wear a bit of delectable double denim to a wedding? And of course, what should you do if you accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not. Jordan's more donkey on a Blackpool beach. And William is more polo ponies. The ponies like polos. No, it's it's a different type of polo. Polo as in... Oh, the... the, the, the game. Have you ever played polo? No, but I've stomped a divot in my time. Really? Mm. What's that mean? Yes, I thought you had no idea. Shall we pour the gin and the bonnet? Yes. Like we, shall we get, get straight into it? I feel like I need one after the day I've had. And what, oh, what sort of day have you oh, had? Oh, yeah, no. Trains up and down and stuff like that. Oh, dear. I've just got the train from London. So I'm, I'm, I've become accustomed to gin and bonnet. Have you? Are you having yeah. it in your spare time? Uh, not really, no. Somebody on your Facebook, by the way, criticised the way I said bonnet. Did they? Yeah, but it's right. I'm, you've got that everywhere. I know, I'm so sorry. We've got that everywhere. Let me just finish <laughs> don't, my coffee. Don't lick the table. I have been up since 2am, but I'm not going to talk about it. No, that's good. I'm not going to mention it at all. I have been up since 2 o'clock this morning, though. What time? 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. So I'm soldiering through. I had a bit of a wet white wash before. You had a bit of a what? A wet white wash. Have you oh. never had a wet white wash? On train in toilet. So I just had a wet wipe and did under my armpits and my face. Didn't we talk about this last time? Well, if we did, I've I've blocked it from my memory. You've never have you never even heard of a wet white wash? 
No. <laughs> but yeah, I go to Selfridges to buy very expensive Hermes shower gel. Yeah, you so, do. You know. Phil can't get over you buying 20 pound bottles of shower gel. Um, it wasn't 20 pounds, if only. Who are we toasting to today? Why don't we toast producer Ben? Oh, yes. Who's, who's, who's been a diamond this morning he when has I come been in? A Annie. It's like Rihanna. Right. <laughs> producer Ben. To producer Ben. Cheers. Big Stoke City fan. Is he? Mm-hmm. I don't talk to him about football. I've gathered. Mm. Oh. Mm, I was nice. actually looking forward to this on the train. What has happened? Just because of the gin and bonnet. Yeah. Are you trying to change me slowly but surely? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I could change you, Jordan. I think you are. I think some people are beyond help. Mm. And talking of help, that's why we're here today. We are today talking about dinners. Dinners out. Yes, when you go out for dinner. Or lunch or brunch. Yeah. Brunch is very popular. What's supper? That's before bed, isn't it? Traditionally, yes. You would have breakfast, you'd have lunch, and then you'd have tea. And that was sort of afternoon tea, what is now called afternoon tea, but correctly was just called tea. Then you have dinner. And then if you were still hungry after your theatre show or opera, whatever you had gone to, you would then have a bit of supper. And it was cheese on toast, that sort of thing. Now, supper is more used as a sort of a more uh, informal dinner. Right. So if I said to you, Jordan, come for supper you would probably expect uh, what we would call nursery-style food, so masaka or lasagna or toad in the hole, that sort of thing. Whereas if I said, come for dinner, you should expect something a bit more formal. So supper's a bit more informal? Nowadays, yes. Right, Okay. You see, first of all, we need to sort this out if we're talking about dinner, because for me and most northerners, it's breakfast, dinner, tea, the three meals of the day. Bit back to front. I am happy to meet halfway and say... Breakfast. Well, there's, there's no meeting halfway because one of us is correct. <laughs> I am, let me finish. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to meet halfway and say breakfast, lunch, and tea. Because tea. Well, yes, you're correct. Yes, breakfast, lunch, tea. Yeah. Dinner. No, no, no. Dinner's not. Dinner to use your tea, innit? Sorry. Right. Sorry. Breakfast in the morning. Yes. Dinner is at lunchtime. No. And tea. Breakfast, dinner, tea. Breakfast, lunch, tea, dinner. What were they called at school? Dinner ladies. They weren't called lunch ladies. They were called dinner ladies. They called the catering department for us. Oh, my God. I bet they were, actually, at your £80,000 a year school. £80,000 a year. Probably went to. I bet your annual school fees are worth more than my mum and dad's house. I don't know what they were because they didn't pay the bills. I was a child, so I don't know. So if you want our help with something, as always, as we say in every episode, you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation. Trepidation. Oh, for you can send your tales of trepidation to well help done. at sextedmyboss.com or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his narcissistic letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. You wanted me to mess up narcissistic, didn't you? No, no idea what you mean. Yes, you did. You put that big word in to try and trip me up. The episode, like we said, is all about dinner out at a restaurant, in a pub with your mates or your loved ones. The glorious world of dinner out. Why didn't you want me to say eating out? Because that has different connotations. <laughs> no, it we are not doing a podcast episode on that. <laughs> no, but you'd, you'd say like, oh, we're eating out tonight, aren't we? <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Would you not say, oh, do you want to eat out tonight? <laughs> would you ever say to Mikey, Mikey, no. do, you, do you want to eat out tonight? <laughs> well, it's been known, but not... <laughs> 
you, you're making this into something that's not. I'd say all the time eating out. You and I ate out earlier this week, didn't we? <laughs> we did, yes. Um, so I think this is a good place to start the podcast. Yes, uh, my... I took you for lunch. Or what was di- it called again? Sorry. Rules. Carry on. Go With on. an apostrophe, possessive. It's, it was named after someone called Rule. And uh, yes, we, we had dinner, as you mm-hmm. would call it, lunch, as, as the rest of the world would. And it was very nice, wasn't it? It was lovely. It was, um, and I'm not just saying it was probably the poshest restaurant I've ever been to. What did you actually say to me on uh, Tuesday? <laughs> I said to William, put it this way, it's the poshest restaurant I've ever been to, and I've been to Jamie's Italian. Yeah, which which says it all. So, yeah, we ate out. Um, for no, start, we, we had lunch. Sorry, sorry. For uh, we, we had lunch in London, uh, London's oldest restaurant. Yes, uh, 1798, I think it started. Uh, we got there, uh, and there was a bloke with a top hat and a suit on. He took our coats. Yes, the commissioner. Is that what they're called? Yes. Right. I okay. think you called him the coat man. Yeah, I called him the coat man because I come back. I went, I've just had an argument with coat man. And William was like, why? And because um, basically I was looking for the toilets. I went, excuse me, mate, where's your toilets? They went, oh, the cloakrooms are upstairs on your left. I went, no, 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 I, I need the toilet. He went, yeah, the cloakroom upstairs on your left. I was going, no, toilet. I thought he couldn't understand me. And he went, no, cloakroom. I went, oh, right, you call the cloakroom the toilet. Yes. So then I come back and went, coat man's just fallen out of me. And then we had. Um, Salmon and eggs to start. What did you have? I had some sort of onion tart yes. with, with an endive salad. Yeah. You didn't know what an endive was. No, I didn't. And my, basically lettuce for you. My lemon was wrapped in a cloth, wasn't it? Yeah, you halfway went, why is my lemon in a cloth? Sorry, were we, go, were we, were we at dinner with Ashley from Coronation Street? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you all sound to me. <laughs> and uh, yes, and uh, you didn't know, it came, so your smoked salmon and scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm, which was lovely. Yes, it looked very nice, if you like, smoked salmon. Uh, your, your lemon came wrapped in a muslin cloth, which they do normally to help sort of filter the lemon juice, whether it's uh, to stop the pip right. falling out, for example. Well, I didn't know that. It was it was very nice. You uh, also you also uh, told me numerous times that you were on a diet and you were off bread, but you did manage to eat all of the bread. Yeah, sh- <laughs> shut up. I'm I'm currently trying to slim down a bit because I've got a wedding next week and uh, I need to get in that dress. I really, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Uh, for the main, what did we have? Uh, um, you ha- oh we but we have both of the same. We had the feather blade of beef. Yes. Oh, Which that's what it was nice. called. It was tender to the touch. I, I told a friend it was beef and mash, and they said it doesn't sound that posh. <laughs> but it was, wasn't it? It was beef it, and mash. It was cream mashed potato. It was actually lovely. It was it? very nice. Yeah. Yes. It was, uh, really it was nice. good. And then we had a walk round... Um, we did have a walk around Covent Garden. That's it, Covent Garden. Yes, yeah. which was fun, and we went into various shops, and you took the Mickey out of my bag. Oh yeah, William's got an handbag. I don't have a handbag. He does. You like my mate? He moved to. He, he's from Wigan, right? He moved to London, and now he has an handbag. What sort of handbag? Like, a, like yours, like a handbag. No, but mine's a luxury leather tote. It was a pig in handbag. Yeah, me walking around London with you, we an handbag. Yeah, I forgot about that. But they, they, this proves that we are friends because people actually yes. say, "Are you friends?" Some people think this is forced yes. either by the production teams or by the court, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not this taking is, my outfit this, day. <laughs> this is no uh, rehabilitation program. Do you think my manners, my table etiquette was good? Yes, I, I've all, I have said you. You know, you eat very nicely. There's no issues there. Yeah. How often do you, I mean, aside from when you're out with me, how often do you eat? Uh, out. <laughs> aside from when you are out with me. <laughs> oh, 
when there's an hour in the month. How often do you go out for dinner? I usually eat out about once or twice a week. I like the usual place. I had a really bad experience recently in Pizza Hut. Kills the breeze. So I went for the uh, the the uh, lunch buffet, but it finishes at three o'clock. So right. I had to get a pizza. So I ordered a, a twelve-inch meat feast with stuffed crust. They didn't have. Well, the you meat. know what you like. <laughs> they didn't have the meat feast, and they couldn't do stuffed crust for some reason. So I had to have cheesy bites, and then I had to have like I think it was barbecue supreme. Annoyed about that, and they charged me for full coke, and the coke machine wasn't working, and it took ages. And when the pizza got there, it was a bit cold. But, like most British people, I sat there and said, yeah, fine, lovely, thanks, thanks very much. You didn't say anything? I don't like complaining, William. No, but you should say something. The British are terrible, but when they come up to you, nothing. Yeah. That's yes, very nice, thank you. Right, what do you think I should have said? You should have taken out all emotion. Well, should we, should we have a go at this? Right, yeah, yeah, go on well, then. Should I be yeah. a Pizza Hut worker? <laughs> Something I never... Yes. Go on, then. You be a Pizza Hut worker. Will you try and get my attention? Okay. And am I going to be... I'm going to be You're me. going to be Jordan North right. having a bit of a, an okay. issue. Okay. Um, right, okay. Uh, and this... Where was this Pizza Hut? It was in London. It was in London. It was in London. Okay. Uh, I'll do my it. London voice. That knows it down a bit. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, mate. Is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> when did Oliver Twist start working in Pizza Hut? Consider yourself at home. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, um, I don't... That was less Oliver, more Nancy, but never mind. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be pain, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really sorry, and I know, I know you're very busy, but this, um, this pizza's a bit cold. In fact, it's very cold and it's not, not very nice. And the cheesy bites are still a bit... Um, the, the cheese isn't melted in the middle. Right. Um, OK, thanks. Well, you see, you... you, you That's probably what I'd You do. were too apologetic. You were too apologetic. I'm you were sweating. I'm sweating. Yeah, you see, you're not, you crying. don't like it. No, I don't. Well, shall we crash on? Shall we tackle our first problem? Let's crash on. Tully bloody ho. Um, so you, right. we know what today's could If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just... 
great company. Because the thing is, I realize the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Oh, I think I'm pissed again. So we know that today's questions and dilemmas are all about dinner out, but that's all we know. It's now time to go to the questions from you, our lovely listeners that have tweeted, emailed and sent letters in. Go for it, William. Okay, this one is from Grace. My husband and some of our mutual friends meet up twice a year in London for dinner. Swingers. I don't think they're swingers. Anyway, go on. There are three couples in total. One of them, we shall swingers. Call, one of them, we shall call them Jack and Jill, are a bit difficult. Jill has many dietary requirements. Each time we see her, there is something else she cannot eat. Last week when we met, we got an email from Jack who said that could we change restaurants as the one we had all collectively chosen a few weeks before didn't have anything that Jill could eat. We suggested three other options, but the response came back from Jack that they all seemed inappropriate. Oh. Is it rude of Jack and Jill? How do we tell them our feelings without jeopardising the friendship? Is it bad etiquette to be a terribly fussy eater? And they've got here as an aside that when they actually did meet up for dinner last week, uh, Jack arrived on time and Jill didn't arrive until nine o'clock, saying she'd been very busy. So she missed the entire meal at the restaurant that they had all ended up due to her dietary requirements. Well, Jill sounds like a bit of a nightmare. What are your thoughts on that, William yeah. Hansen? Uh, well, I mean, if Jack doesn't have the balls to divorce Jill, which I would, I would seriously consider because Jill sounds a nightmare. Oh my God, did you just say balls? Yes. All right, carry on. That aside, clearly these other friends, they are allowing this behaviour to happen because they're all sort of being very British, like that complaining role play we've just yeah. done, and, and just letting it happen. And... I would perhaps, you know, maybe not in front of the entire table. If I were Grace, I would, or Grace's husband, I would take Jack aside and say, "Look, we didn't, we didn't feel feel this was great. We're, we've ended up in this restaurant because we were trying to get something that Jill could eat, and then Jill didn't even turn up." What are your thoughts on vegetarians? I don't mind vegetarians. That's fine. Vegans. I don't mind vegans. Would if, you cook for them at one of your dinner parties? I have cooked for vegans and I've cooked for vegetarians. Have you? We are an inclusive household. <laughs> I mean, it is always interesting that, you know, I'm expected to provide them a meal to cater for their diet requirements, and I like a lot of meat. But when I go to their house, where's the meat dish? Oh, so if you went to a vegetarian's house, would you expect a meat dish? No, I wouldn't expect one, right. because no vegetarian, you know, it's a slight double standard. I'll be honest, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my cards on the table. Yeah, I've could... got very good friends who I love dearly, yeah. that are vegetarians and vegans, right. but it's a double standard. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't be a vegetarian. I'd miss Billy Bear meat and sausages and... Enough about your specialist website. <laughs> never had, I bet you've never had a Billy Bear meat butty, have you? I don't know what you're saying. Billy Bear meat is the best sandwich filler Do you ever. have any dietary requirements? Um, if I have too much coffee, sometimes it runs That's through That's not me. really a dietary requirement. Oh, is it not? No. Dietary no. requirement normally requires food. Coffee and Guinness. Well, if I'm... If you, by the way, just a bit of take-home content here for the listeners. <laughs> if you have a dietary requirement and it's one that is legitimate, yeah, tell your hosts in advance. Right, don't so say it on the day. So if you phone me up and said, William, do you want to come for dinner in two weeks' time? I go, yes, just so you know I'm a vegan. Don't expect them to, to remember from four weeks ago or four months okay. ago. Constantly remember. That's good. I don't like onions. That's about it. Next question. <clears throat> this one's from Philip. 
There's a friend of mine who we've now stopped inviting for group dinners because, without fail, every time we go out, he gets his iPhone calculator out and will add up to the penny what he owes. Even splitting the cost of a bottle of wine based on the number of people and the number of glasses they've had. Is it okay to just enforce a split-the-bill rule for social occasions? Great question. Um, First of all, Philip. We, We all know someone like Philip. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, producer Ben's just told me, I'm having a go at Philip, it's Philip's mate. Well, you've wound me up that much, Philip. Yeah, we all know someone like Philip's friend, don't we? We do, and, you know, at the end of the day, if if time's so tight that you you can't split a meal by however many number of people that there are, don't go out for dinner. Right, OK. I mean, if if times are that bad that you can't afford to subsidise 50p of your friend's extra bottle of wine or, or side of broccoli he had, if you can't afford it, stay at home. Etiquette experts' view on splitting the bill in a group. Do you think everyone should split the bill? Yeah. What if you don't have a starter? Everyone should order the same sort of thing. So you say from the outset, right, shall we do first courses? Are we doing two courses? Are we doing three courses? And if everybody says, no, let's not have a first course, if I want a first course, I can go back tomorrow and I can have that first course I want. What about if someone's not drinking? I don't really mind. Split split the bill still equally. Even though you've got Karen, who's on a second bottle of wine talking about her ex-husband sobbing. Well, if she has had uh, a lot of wine, then you might want to say something. But I would still just split the bill equally. You're it, friends at the end of the day. Auntie Karen, if you're listening, I'm not talking about you. That was just a one-off. I know it was a tricky divorce, but that's just me. <laughs> right, this one is from someone called Cat. Hi, Cat. Uh, meow. Right. I love my boyfriend. He is the butter to my toast. Unfortunately, when eating buttered toast, or anything else for that matter, he chews, talks, and sometimes sings whilst the food is still in his mouth. I feel it's gone too far already. But what is the etiquette of eating like an animal? Well, the etiquette is don't eat like an animal. What's the worst thing you can do when eating? Oh, eat with your mouth open or with your elbows on the table. I think that's pretty grim. Why is eating with your elbows on the table a bad thing, though? Well, for a start, it looks ugly. And there is a, a school of thought, all joints on the table will be carved. But historically, why we don't eat with our elbows on the table, because in the medieval times, the tables that they ate from were not secure tables like we have today. They were benches with pieces of wood put on top every time they wanted oh. to eat. And so if you put your elbows on the table, the table would tip. And so it became the etiquette to not to put your elbows on right. the table. Like when you go to a really crap pub and the tables are dodgy and you put them on, it's like, oh, Christ, you've got soup all over your lap. Well, I would imagine it's a similar concept. Wow, I never knew that. That's yes. really now that's you why know. we don't put our elbows that's on the table. Historically, why? But I think, yeah, if, certainly when I when I was dating, and we've talked at some length about uh, our, our various dates over the years, if someone had bad table manners, that was it. You wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. If they held their knife the wrong way, if they ate with their mouth open, he eats no. with his toast. Yeah, if he sing, sings whilst eating toast. Okay, I'm going to be honest here. I've got a confession. I've not told many people this. Um, I love dipping my toast in my tea in the morning. It's so nice. It is, honestly, the butter melts and it's so nice. That is so common. And I know that if my mum or dad ever caught me doing it, they would go mad, but I do it when no one's looking. And Jonathan Ross also does it. I've read it in his autobiography. Mm, I've never liked Jonathan Ross. So say you met the love of your life. Mm-hmm. He had a six-pack. You make me sound shallow. <laughs> 12-inch on slack. You mm. <laughs> was really, like, happy, and then you moved in and found out he dipped his toast in his tea. Would you get rid of it? Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> this is from Rick. Our final question. 
Sat in a very tightly packed restaurant the other night, tables nearly on top of each other. The couple next to us were arguing. It got heated. Hotter than the curry on my plate, in fact. It escalated to the woman throwing the man's three-quarters full pint all over his face. Silence ensued. Lots and lots of awful silence. I didn't know what to do. Why do couples always argue at dinner? What can we do in these awkward situations? Great question. Why do people... I've had so many family arguments at restaurants. That is so true. Yes. Why is it? Because you think we're in a close environment? Well, I don't know, because... I've never had an argument at the dinner table. You've never fallen out with your family at the table? No, but I think if you go out, certainly in a public place, whether it's with your family, friends, and you're having an argument, I think you should have more self-control to have that argument in a private place. What can you do in these awkward situations? Do you just deflate the situation? I think you do. And yeah, you know, I've I've had the odd dinner party where I've had friends that have disagreed fairly vehemently about something. And you you steer the conversation away. You say... And you and there was only one occasion I've had to make it really absolutely bloody obvious to everybody and gone, such lovely weather we've been having today. And you hope that all the other guests who are not involved pick up on the fact that you want the conversation to steer away. Was I at that dinner party? If it was a couple of years ago, then yes. Yes, I think I was. I know exactly. No, 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 I wasn't there, but I've heard about it. Right, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the yeah. cake. Yes, 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 I was there, I was yeah. there. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, God, that was awkward, that. Well, it is, it ruins it, it for everyone else. A couple were proper arguing, yeah, like full on, mm. in front of everyone else. And it's just, it's like, well, you know, we've, we've invited us to have a nice time. What shouldn't you talk about at the dinner table when eating out for dinner? Um, well, anything that makes anyone else feel uncomfortable. Okay. But it's going to vary whether, you you know, the conversation you have with Granny is going to be different from the conversation mm. that you and I would have. They say politics, religion, and don't tell don't, us. I've said, we've done this in a previous episode, so don't, don't, don't do it as if it's your own advice. Have we? Yes. Right. Sex, money, politics, health, religion. Sex, money, politics, health, and oh God, that's a lot. Why don't you talk about health? See, well, I said health. You did, well done. Not, Not elf. Um... <laughs> Because I'm learning. It's not, you know, if you're eating and I've got an ingrowing toenail, you don't want to know about it. Hey, William, this chicken's cracking. Have you heard about that rash on my ball sack? Yeah. You wouldn't do that, would you? No. Well, you would, but I, I wouldn't. Would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not that uncouth. And Jordan, what have you learned in this episode uh, uh, about uh, dining in the real world? I have learned, and I'm definitely going to do this, that I need to be a bit more firmer when complaining. I don't like complaining. I don't like confrontation. I never thought I'd say this, but you're too polite. Yeah, people have said that to me before, that I'm too polite. Yeah, I've learned that I need to be firmer when I'm I'm, uh, complaining, because I've Mm -hmm. never complained before. I'll just sit there and eat it. I'll be like, look, this, this meal ain't. Yeah, I need I need to be firmer. Basically, you do need to be firmer. I need to be firmer. Don't be so soft. Be a bit and uh, what was the other thing we learned that um, if you're going out for a meal with a group of people, then you should all split the bill. Whether you're drinking or not, you should agree yeah. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, and have all the same thing. And similarly, if if I took you, if it's just two people, I often find it easy. Like for example, when we went for lunch at Rules, yeah, I just paid. Yeah, none of this splitting the bill nonsense. You're paying next time. Similarly, yeah. though, caveat, Jordan, you want to take me to somewhere similar. And it's it, like for like. Right, okay. Like or, for or like. as best you can within your means. What have you learned in today's podcast of eating out? 
probably that you and I are not going to rules ever again. <laughs> I think I'm barred. <laughs> You're barred. The commissioner won't let you in. <laughs> the cult man. <laughs> and uh, I've given a lot of the advice. Yeah, you have actually. <laughs> so yeah, you don't need to come in next week. No, I don't. No, no I don't. Just do it with me. Okay. Yeah. So you've just you've learned that. I've learned that you're superfluous. What does that mean? <laughs> Come back next week and you'll okay. find out. I'll tell you. Marvellous. Well, I've had another lovely time doing the podcast. I'm off to bed now because I was up at two o'clock this morning. Don't forget, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. You can email us at sextedmyboss.com or you can write no, no. to Mr. Mis- you can email us help at oh. sextedmyboss.com. Normally with an email address, you have like the front portion, then you have the at symbol and then sextedmyboss.com. You can email help at sextedmybest.com. Oh, for f- You're annoying me now, right? You can email help at... You can email help at sextedmyboss.com or you can write to William, who has promised a handwritten reply on his letterheaded paper. The address is on the website, which is... sextedmyboss.com. And if you like Help I Sexted My Boss, you can tell your friend and give us a... Rating. William has promised to streak across... Buckingham Palace. Every time... I have not. Why did I just read that? (laughs) Every time we get a five-star rating, you heard it here first. No. Thanks for listening. Bosh! Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. I was once in a gym and someone said, could I spot them? And I said, there you are. (laughs) That's not what they meant. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast. uh, And this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.